Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Have you been a victim of a scalper and now you wander lost in the wild and fear that the toys you're hunting for will forever be out of your reach? Well, my fellow toy junkies, fear not. I have the answer. Well, actually, I don't, but these toy store owners do. Find them with me, Bevan, at a toy store near you, the podcast. What up, everyone? This is Bevan, and welcome to a Toy Store Near You podcast. This is a companion podcast to the hit show on Prime, A Toy Store Near You, which is produced by the Nacelle Company. Today, we are talking to the owners of Cherry Bomb Toys. Meet Candace and B. What does the B stand for? Let's find out, shall we? How are you guys doing? And I got to say, you know, I, I don't know. You probably have seen the episode. I'm what am I talking about? You guys have seen the episode. Brian has this whole thing about like, you're going to find out what, what's the meaning behind B. And I don't recall hearing what the meaning is behind why you're just called B. So B, what is the B and B? <laughs> Whoops, I, I got a thing. I got to go. <laughs> He's a man of mystery. <laughs> it's, it's, it's by, it means by. I'm out. No, it's uh, my, my, Name is just one of those things that it's just easier just to use. Stick my head in there. Better. It's better just to use initial because it gets painful when people try to announce it or spell it. So it's just be just easier. Just go with that. <laughs> Keep it simple. Got it. You know, mystery, right? Keep it mystery. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. I'm all, I'm okay with mysteries and stuff like that. But Brian was just teasing. You're gonna find out what's the meaning behind B. And I was like, I don't recall hearing the meaning behind B. B stands for Biagio. It's B-I-A-G-I-O. That's what it stands for. But everybody who tries to say it or spell it, it just, it's no. It's a no? It's a no. So we just go B. Biago. Biago, Bogio, Booger. Um, oh, oh there God. goes the phone. <laughs> Whatever. It's just B. Just B. It's just, <laughs> Uh, don't hurt yourself. Just keep it simple. Biagio. Um, that's pretty though. If what what is that? What does what heritage is that? I believe it's Italian. Yeah. It's it sounds Italian, but I just didn't want to do a judgment of like is it Italian? No. It's Italian. It's Italian. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, it's uh, his godfather is my, Italian. Yeah, my godfather was Italian. So because people are like, you're a redheaded Italian. No, well, no. Everybody's Your got parents, fun name. Yeah. Oh, there goes the phone. I again. love that your shop isn't. Oh my gosh, the phone, the phone. It's it's totally fine. It's gonna happen several times. I've got it propped up against a Ninja Turtle. Sorry. <laughs> Which Ninja Turtle though? Uh, it is. Who is this that? This is Leo. It's Leo. It's movie oh, Leo. Leo. Yeah, we did. We did a. We did a little thing where we were doing kind of like a FGTV like YouTube thing, and we have a bunch of toys on the counter. IGTV. That 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 too. <laughs> um and yeah we um we made a mess we yeah we got, we've got a mess going on it's funny because we oh, yeah, i don't think it's gonna slip though no i won't slip. okay gotta get on anyway, with this moving on okay we're ready <laughs> no 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 i love ninja turtles i was just curious which one it was 
I love that the shop is in a really cool building heritage wise, like, because I, I love British culture and stuff like that. How many times a day do you guys drink tea? I, I usually once. I you you're, about, you're about two. No, I enjoy coffee way more. Yeah, you're, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> making you the coffee. <laughs> yeah, so wait, you're uh, telling me the stigma's not real? You guys just, the, the British don't drink tea? I'm sure the maybe. British do, but maybe. we're Canadian, so I yeah. think we would drink maple syrup, maybe, or something. I know, but you're in Victoria, Canada. That's true. That's <laughs> yes. true. Yes. The, there the is British. a lot of British influence here, for sure. Yes. And we have, like, some really nice tea shops as well. We do. See? Yeah, more of a, you know, you do have it when it's cold and so forth, but you, it's not, we're not like the Brit, true Brits, where you're going out and, oh, let's have a tea and hang out. More like, let's have a donut have a donut <laughs> have a donut maple syrup donut. <laughs> yeah canadian maple canadian bacon maple donut there you go That'd be good. <laughs> i understand that that's that's great no you're the town looked beautiful i was like i i want to go there and just be a tourist it looks so beautiful there with all the buildings good. and stuff like that after I mean, when i can travel i know after i can't now uh, they, they won't let me right no, I mean, our, yeah, our borders are pretty tight right now, pretty, I think. We're shut down. And we're on an island, too, so it's even more shut down. <laughs> really? There's a little side. You take a boat. There's a boat. Yeah, there's a ferry to get to our island yeah. that we're on. Yeah, We're on Vancouver Island, so a lot of people get confused. That's that really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people think we're in Vancouver, but Vancouver is actually like a, about a two-hour ride, boat ride away. The view's great. Well, it's only an hour and a half, though. Depends You've on got to get off. You can't hang well, on the boat. Yeah, well, th that's the great part. Is everybody's <laughs> like, where's the bridge that I came over on? I want to get back on that bridge. That bridge is moving, and it's not a bridge. It's a boat. <laughs> we don't have a bridge. There's no boat. There's a boat. Yeah. I went to Ireland one time, and they took me to the Blaskets Islands, and you could only get there by boat. And they were very serious when they're like, all right, if you're not back by seven o'clock we're we're you're spending the night with the sheep and we have no qualms about that mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> i was like really it's like out of the, the the islands looked very similar to the last jedi islands that they filmed in ireland yeah. but it wasn't exactly those but it looked exactly like that so it's like you were screwed if you weren't back on the dot they were just nope we'll leave you here you and the sheep and i was like really oh man so yeah i understand that looking system. at your watch all the time like oh yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like what time is it no don't miss it there's a little bell off bit and they're like that too they're like we're here now and if you're not we're gone and we're like oh <laughs> okay you get to hang out with the deer oh it's not yeah don't miss your boat <laughs> don't, don't miss the boat oh that's crazy um now you guys have opened back up correct since uh the show yeah, we've um, we're open four days a week right now. So like not okay. full hours or anything, but five hours a day, four days a week. And are your two sons uh, in person learning or at home learning right now? Uh, home learning. Yeah, we homeschool. Wow. Okay. Okay. How is that owning like a toy store and then homeschooling them at the same time? It worked really good with our first guy. He's in grade five this year and he's been, you have to push him to learn a little bit, but he's good. But our, our little guy just went into kindergarten and he is, um, we were trying to work on ABCs and one, two, threes yesterday. And I was like, look, just, just pretend 
just at least make it an oh, effort. Yeah. yeah. Just, just oh, count to 10. You can do it. I know you can. No, come on. You, you can play Toka Boca or something. Okay. We're good. Yeah. It's been a challenge on that one, but that's okay. Yeah. We're not cutting his hair, so that's all right. I saw that. I saw that. You, they finally got an actual haircut. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We ended up getting them to a barber, which was great. And I mean, it's getting a little shaggy already again, but yeah, I need, I need a haircut, but, um, I've been, I've been touching up my own roots and stuff like that. Cause I have a little bit of gray. So I've like, I've been successful in that endeavor, but I, I don't think I would ever be brave enough to cut my own hair. No, me neither. No, no. Uh, that's, that's Your hair looks Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I try and style it what, because this is an event. I get to actually wear jeans and put on makeup to, to talk to people on Zoom. <laughs> the National Toy Museum was really cool to look at too. And that's, uh, so when we talk about the National Toy Museum, is there like, is it only for vintage toys? Do you have like a cutoff point of what toys qualify to go into the museum? I'm very curious about the parameters of this. Uh, no, we've got a little bit of everything yeah, in the, there. The point of the museum is to, <laughs> to show off a little bit of everything. And we're trying to show, I mean, the world of toys right now is getting to a point where it, it's, it's crazy because there's so many great things that are coming out. So as a collector, it's very dangerous for all of us because you're like, what kind of turtles do you like? Well, you've got four different versions to pick now. Do you want the original style? Do you want the new Super 7 style? Do you want the NECA style? You're like, you want movie style? Mondo style. Mondo style. I mean, there's so Mondo many Mondo style. Mondo style. Mondo's the best. Mando style. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Mando. And then there's the Mandalorian. I think, no. I think we like to showcase kind of how toys have grown really as well. Yeah. So like a uh -huh. little bit of the old but then also showcasing kind of how things have adapted and changed and technology has and changed. technology and casting and eventually like too as well we wanted to sh we wanted to grow to a point where it's also it's not just look these are neat and this is fun but it's also teaching when you see something on the screen or in cartoon that's the inspiration and then all of a sudden it turns into a 3d physical product and this is how you know this is how it gets there and that's what we want to show people as well. Those people who want to get into the world of working with toys or being in the industry or just who want to understand how does this go from the TV screen or the comic page to in my hands. And a lot of people are impassioned by that. And we want to share that with the world on you know, a level that you can see uh, from one stage to the next. And, or just looking at it in general, the history that some of these toys have is, is incredible. Yeah, especially because our mutual friend, Brian Volkweiss, made the toys that made us. And I was very fascinated alone just by the Star Wars episode, uh, just blew me away. I had no idea that the toys have just surpassed what the movies have made by like three or four times at this point. Like, it's crazy oh. to me. Oh, yes. Huge. Star Wars. Well, Star Wars. <laughs> and that's why Lucas, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'll take the merchandising rights, hoping that that would be the case. And even more so, obviously, now. And I mean. Now they have Disney bought it and you can get BB-8 oranges, which is the thing. Yeah, I mean, there's so much Baby Yoda, I'm sorry, the child merch that's out right now. Do you guys find yourself looking at some of the uh, the child merch and go, you know what? I bet you that's gonna be a collector's item one day. It's interesting to see what they're doing because we see 
all different scales of fans for this, whether those people who would never even look at Star Wars, but then they saw the child and like, I need to know everything about Star Wars now. And you're like, well, that's great. That's awesome. There's more people being opened up to this world because of a character. But then you have like some of the diehards will be like, I don't want to watch it because of this, you know, they made this marketing gimmick. So as people would watch them like, you need to watch so that there's more. And then look what we just got. We got, you know, this character and that character is in there. And oh my God, they're taking this from the shows and it's great. Have so you, have you been hearing that? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. We get like in the store, you get all kinds of, there's people who love it. And then there's people that are, eh, and then there's people who are like, wow, this baby Yoda thing is super awesome. And I mean, it's, it's out there everywhere with the shop. We don't have a ton of merch for baby Yoda. We're trying to actually be more unique on it because you can go to EB games or GameStop or, you know, Toys R Us and it's all over the place. So we try to, our shop, we try to focus on things that are a little bit more unique and harder to find. So I think the ones for like example, the child, the toy that will be the most sought after will be the interactive one where it's showing some cooing or, you know, doing a little bit more. But then there's like the basic collectors, like the six inch series, like black series. People are looking for those ones. You know, they're great. They can have them on their desk. You can put it with your figures. So the ones that are in the middle, the massive sizes that you see, those I think will be a little bit more general, but the ones that I think will be more sought after will be like, you know, the Black Series styles and uh, the more interactive ones. Showing kind of a sign of our time, like, hey, look, this is how technology has advanced in toys. That's kind of also some things that we want to show in the, in the toy museum as well, is where it's like, look, toys in some cases used to be just a ball in a cup. <laughs> and yeah. then look how technology has changed to the point where it's all kinds of stuff anyway i'm just blah blah blah, blah so <laughs> no it's all about that's the whole point it's a podcast it could be as long as you want it to be um no, I no, love no, no, do no. not tell them that no, we'll be here. <laughs> okay all night <laughs> Uh, no, no, I'm, I take it back. You got 30 minutes left, okay? 30 okay. minutes left, and then I'm cutting you off, and then you're going home, okay? You're going Perfect. home. <laughs> um, guys, walk me through a little bit of the behind the scenes of the making of your episode, because every single toy owner has gone through a different process of how it was made, how they were approached by Brian and stuff like that. I would love to hear your story. Oh, uh, well, um, we had um, a friend of ours tell us about the series um, and they felt that we would be a really good fit for it. So mm -hmm. we did buy, we sent in our um, 10 favorite toys, which I think turned into like our 13 favorite toys by the time it was like out. 20. We could, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we went a little fun. overkill. We were very excited about it. Um, okay. And then we got accepted, which was great. And basically it was um, shooting over a few months of like shooting different follow-up footage. And, and uh, we had a friend come in that did a little bit more professional kind of nicer footage, but we're not big technology people either. So it was definitely, we learned a lot as well from filming, which was great. That's awesome. Did you guys mm -hmm. just use iPhones? Uh, but you said some, did you use other camera equipment too? We did a bit of everything. We did mm. some iPhone. Uh, we did some uh, Canon camera. That was my yeah. sister's. Yeah. We had a friend of ours owns Cormorant Pictures. So he came in with this really cool like rig, crane. like this crane thing that, and he did a bunch of really cool shots that way too, so. Oh, that's awesome. That's really great. So I think you're the first episode then I've watched that's had other uh, technology come in, like other cameras. 
and then besides the iPhone, because the other two guys I talked to, they're like, yeah, it's all shown her iPhone. We don't know if it looks good or not. <laughs> it was hard because <laughs> I know that like some of our footage, you can tell we did it on the iPhone and it was um, straight up and down instead of across. So you can see in our footage where we have used the iPhone. Um, but yeah, we did. We did a little bit of everything. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, oh yeah, it was, <laughs> yes, you can tell the quality, you're just like, because they're just send us a pitch of, you know, send us your top 10 or 15 toys, and we're like, yeah, great, here you go, and we thought it was just more of a, I guess, a try, well, not a tryout, what am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, a bit of like a, you're just kind of pitching. Yeah, more of like a pitch, and it, we didn't think they would use that footage, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, oh, we would have used a better camera for that one. But it was fun. It was just kind of quirky. and I love how they adapted to get this going for toy stores. It's amazing. It's, you know, they've tried something that other people didn't try. And they adapted during a time that everything was shut down. So, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they were were all over it. It did did change quite a bit from being just show us your favorite toys that you have in the store for sale to basically you know what give us more information about you and what's going on and so there was there was a few times we had to go back and reshoot and get more material and we're like oh okay cool you want to go further great that's awesome here's our yeah no here's our kids (laughs) and their haircuts (laughs) yeah (laughs) our kids and our haircuts do you guys have rules when they're in the toy shop of what they can play with and what they can't play with yeah, I would say mostly everything that they can't play with is behind glass anyways. So oh, but good. when we are cleaning things and getting things ready, um, our oldest actually isn't really into toys too much. Amazing. Amazingly, <laughs> I know. Where did he what? Come he's, he's your son because he's all about video he, games. I love video games and he loves oh. video games. So. Like, look at this new thing. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. You want to play with this toy? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You want to know? And then the young like, dad, dad, I want your stormtrooper helmet. I want your stormtrooper helmet, dad. I want the red one and I want the white one. And I want, I want that. And I want all the Lego. And I want this, I want that. You can see a guy with gun. I want the guy with the gun. He'll rip the <laughs> arms off of anything. So we've got to be careful with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's pretty smart. He's, he's getting better. He's actually, he'll, he knows that that's daddy's toy or that's mommy's toys. We don't touch. And then he's going to wait. He's like, dad, dad, can I see that one? Can I see it? Can I see it? And I usually will have, because we have so much back stock, I'm always working on, I try to kind of keep a little pile just for him. So if he gets, wants to get all touchy and see what's going on, then 
we'll pass that off so he can get a good feel for it because we want him to enjoy it too. We don't want him to have a bit of a negative, oh, I can't touch it because dad says no scenario. We want him to get in there and enjoy it just like everybody else. And we're glad that he is because the oldest one doesn't care. No. <laughs> <laughs> now my brother's a video game guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Dad, I need to get this thing for the Switch. Oh, it's okay. Maybe when he gets older, he'll get into toys. It's, yeah, maybe. They, well, they do. It's, it's interesting at the end of the night, we're less like, okay, no screen time past this point, and then just go play. And then he'll jump into the Lego and he'll play with the Lego. Yeah. He's always been, and that's. He does like Lego. Yeah, it's the, pretty much the strongest thing where it's always about, look, Dad, I made a video game out of Lego. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <I'll- laughs> Hey, but at least he built it. He built yeah. it himself. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. Now that's what we try to is using your imagination. Um, speaking of Legos, how is Aaron and Liam? They're doing okay, hey? Aaron's, Aaron's back with us full time, which is great. And Liam's just like a little less than part time because it's pretty stressful, I would say, in the store. You're, it's different now, you know, there is... Okay. But you've got to hand sanitize when you come in the shop. Most places are now, we're just kind of enforcing more of a mask. You yeah, have to wear today, a mask today. Today we're starting in the, shop. The, the mask rule. Everybody who walks in, you have to wear a mask. Just... And, and most people are good, but you get some poopers, you know? So it's just, again, dealing with everybody's so stressed right now and, and just not trying not to take it personally and just going with the flow. But it's stressful. It's, it, I mean... You try to adapt as quick as you can and make things work. And we've right. done a schedule so that we're actually, our staff is there from Monday to Saturday. And we're only open though from Wednesday to Saturday. So we're doing two days of just full prep of stock. So we're trying to get the website filled up as much as we possibly can, just because there's people that people don't want to shop outside. Some people are just like, you know, can you, can you drop it off? And we're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> so, you know, it gets to be like real Santa Claus. I've always wanted that job. Uh, it's yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, Santa Claus has a great job. I don't know if this has gone into effect for you guys, but they announced in New York at the mall, Santa Claus is behind plexiglass and you can't sit on his lap this year, which is. Oh, wow. Yeah. I- I wondered what they did, what we're going to do with that. I haven't. I, I know the elf on the shelf isn't visiting us because of COVID this year. I thought so. this year's elf on the shelf was Chucky. But... <laughs> oh, I saw that meme. That was hilarious to me. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but I don't, uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything about, I heard that maybe the Santa Claus parade here might be canceled, but it's hard to say because I mean, that's for us, it's just standing outside and watching some trucks drive by so that one was canceled was it canceled yeah oh yeah all right you can't have a whole bunch of people standing together right now so really not even outside no No. well i i also am really sad to hear because i'm also somebody that frequents a lot of comic cons and stuff i'm all and toy fairs and stuff like your toy fair and your comic con also had to get pushed till hopefully next year maybe Uh, yeah i'm so sorry to hear that yeah, the um, the Comic Con was uh, super sad because it was the week before. So of course you're heavily into everything. Then you're committed for that one. So that was really hard on us. But we um, we're pushing that to next year, which is good. And then 
the toy shows lost two of them this year and then nerdy days um, our craft fair that we always do we do a craft fair every year that's only nerdy vendors so like nerds and artists and we we donate a hundred percent of the proceeds to victoria hospitals foundation every year so we're missing that one so we're actually doing it online today and tomorrow but it's it's hard with online yeah. you know you don't have that personal camaraderie where you're you know seeing everything and really getting i mean i miss comic cons oh yeah for sure oh yeah the and community the, it's all about it, the community well it's, and, it's going to be very interesting when it when we do go full tilt back because there's so many people we're seeing in the shop that they, they're starving for it they want they want to shop they want to go out and just have the entertainment aspect of it and they want to be involved with being part of the community again. And that is definitely something we're seeing a lot of people are, are bummed about. And so when we are back, it's going to be pretty interesting because there's so many vendors that have been stockpiling for just toy shows and, and Comic-Con. And then I think when they do open up, it's going to be a huge barrage of people just coming. Like you'd have your normal it'll be a celebration. Of, it'll be, it'll be like, Oh my God, I'm out. There's sunlight. There's people I can see, but I can touch them. No, you can't. <laughs> don't, don't you touch anybody. You stop that right now. Yeah. Please. I like no. hugs. No. I know. I think by 2022, we should, I'm going to knock on wood that we'll be, that we'll be good to go. We'll be good to have all the oxytocin hugs that we want. Yes. I'm knocking on wood too. <laughs> That's not wood. This isn't, oh, this is fake wood. There we go. Real wood. Real wood. Where are yes. you guys currently right now? I love your backdrop. Uh, we're in our basement right now. Studio. Oh, stu this is the sorry. studio. We're in the studio. We're <laughs> in the way. studio. I like how you dressed it. Can you tell me a little bit what's behind you guys? What's in your studio? Uh, we, we've got my book that I wrote. Yeah. Excellent. Lots of Transformers back here. A bit of robots. We've got um, some 3A, which we love. Um, what dude, else do we got? We got Paul Mordiba. Yeah. Mordiba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude. Not everything. That's, that's for Brian right there. Dude. Dude. Um, yeah. This is one of my favorite pieces. <gasps> Batman. He's my favorite. Batman's my favorite. Uh, this is a piece that I had come in a while ago. And uh -huh. one of the first Comic Cons that my wife went to, this beautiful lady right here, <laughs> uh, she was going to go meet Mr. Adam West. And nice. like, I need something to get signed. So I said, take this Batmobile. Yeah, <gasps> got it signed by him, which was fun. And then we had to pay rent one month. And so we sold it and I was heartbroken. Um, but then it ended up coming back into our lives again. So now Aww. it's back. Great. That's yeah. wonderful. That's a great story. Meant to be. It was Me one of those signs that you're supposed to be here. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. And that's one of the things that is great because the <laughs> I find so many collectors are just like, no, like I can't let it go. And you're like, you know, they made more than one. So just you gotta get you gotta let it go sometimes. And then if it's meant to be, it will come back. And that's come back a, around. It yeah. will. So, great. I yeah, love so, that. I love that mentality. That well, that's how you make room for the new stuff. <laughs> get rid or of it. Just so buy more storage space. I'm sorry, studio space. Yes. <laughs> well. Yeah, there's that's way over there. Yeah, we have <laughs> rooms that are being worked on that have excess stock and fun, and the studio is just for us for our YouTube stuff. 
and things. Oh yeah, how is that going? You guys were talking about you started doing live streams and uh, YouTube videos. How has that affected your business since you started doing that? Uh, well, it took us a while to get there because it's it's hard for me to be personally on when you're in a funky mood and really. Of course. So I have a hard time being really bubbly with that. So we didn't really mm -hmm. get many live streams, but we did start um, TV videos and we were doing one a week for a bit. And then um, I got a little funky again and we haven't done any for a couple of weeks, but it's fun. I think we've. Oh yeah. We get a lot of people that, that love fun. it. People just want to see us out there and being wacky. I mean, I'm wacky all the time and won't stop talking. So that's why um I, I have to have her with me because I won't shut up. So I got to have somebody in and keep it, keep it normal. Like we did a couple down here and she wasn't with me. And my buddy that was doing the camera, he was just like, where are you going with this? I'm like, I have no idea, but how long we've been talking about two hours. I'm like, I think we should stop. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm trying to edit it. Like, what is the conversation about here? Where's the direction? So I think, I think the Instagram TVs have been really fun because we have all of our social media people. A lot of them are not really all from Victoria. So it's nice to show people kind of a little bit of a different view of the store, yeah. um, things that we have new that way, or like in interesting facts. We did one on um, Canadian Lego sets that are rare. So it's just like rare. showing things. Well, it's in our thing. So we have one of the rarest sets made by Lego, which was actually made by Samsonite Canada which used to make luggage. The, again, with the toy world, there's so many weird and quirky things. And the reason why that set got made was only to say thank you to all the kids who went out there and made money by getting donations for UNICEF back in the day uh -huh. in the Halloween. We're like, oh, and only like anywhere from 100 to 300 sets were made. And for back then, that's really rare. That's great. <laughs> that's I'm okay. Awesome. Right. You sure? <laughs> You might need to get Rolf in for this one, which I thought that was adorable. What is the story behind, I love the Muppets. So what's the story behind Rolf being uh, the YouTube channel video guy? <laughs> He's our director, uh, basically comedy relief, my alter ego. <laughs> he basically gets to yell at me. So I'm like yelling at myself. It's pretty, pretty good. I, was, I did him this morning actually uh, about masks. He masked up Mr. Master Chief that we have that hangs outside the store. So how did we start with Ralph? Uh, Ralph actually started, we started messing around with him because I had an animal puppet, one of the old fish price animals. And then I brought in, started messing around with him, but you can only do so much with animal because his vocabulary is pretty limited. Yeah, then I brought in Ralph uh, because what was it? It was during the Muppet movie, I think the second one where they had um, the evil Kermit. And so we kind of oh you mean you mean the current i was about to say the second muppet movie was the great muppet caper but i i, no. I went way back i went way back yeah you're going traditional good oh, stuff i'm gonna lose that camera now. Uh, and, and then also ralph is kind of i love the muppets and it's a huge nod to um, my appreciation of jim and um, frank because they that was their their first puppet or muppet that they used together when they were doing shows and it's mm -hmm. kind of like uh -huh. trying to keep the Muppets alive in just a, a quirky way that, you know, he gets to hang out and not really do much, but play with toys. So he pops up once in a while. It's not he's a bad upset. life. Yeah. If he's usually on our Instagram and our Facebook once in a while, he'll pop up. He's adorable. Uh, he caught my eye. He absolutely <laughs> caught my eye. He has, he has moments. <laughs> he has his moments. 
guess his moments. I think Rolf was also Jim's personal favorite too. Yeah. If I if memory serves me, he was he was Jim's personal favorite. Yeah, they used Ralph to sell dog food. And then they were on one of the like like the Tonight Show, but it wasn't the Tonight Show. And they used to do their their skits and the comedy, and it was just great. And huge fan of. So that's our little ode to Jim that we do. Oh, it's a yeah. great ode. I love Ralph. More of Ralph, please. Um, you know, another thing that I thought was interesting, Candace, is you mentioned that Germany was such a hot spot to collect toys in the '80s, and I had no idea. How did you figure that out? What, like, why was that? Uh, I think probably because there was a lot of. I don't know if it was because a lot of toys were being designed over there. Like maybe it was just Lego and Playmobil were super hot. Um, but what, when that was, I, I think that was pretty much the only place we went to when we lived over there. So we're in Prague, it was under communism. They, they didn't have anything but wooden toys or these like little rubbery um, Russian animals. So I was collecting those. And then we'd hop over to Germany because we were uh, military and we had friends over there on the bases over there. And so we would go over to Germany and mm -hmm. it, the toy stores were so big going over yeah. there. So it was just like, again, kid in a candy store, you know, you're, you're living in a place that doesn't have anything. So going over there is just, it was magical. What kind of toys did you collect when you were over there? A lot of Star Wars. We had like all the big sets. We had a lot of He-Man. Um, trying to think of the, if there was anything. Those were our main ones that we played with. Playmobil was super cool. And Lego, of course, we had a lot of Lego too. A lot of Legos. A lot of Lego. Um, no, I'm always fascinated by that. Cause that's like, I would never think of oh, Germany, toys. Yeah, yeah. It's huge, it's huge. It's huge, really. huge. Yeah, we would get guys that would travel from Germany and they would find us. And there's a lot of Europe exclusives mm. over there even yeah. like my little ponies and whatnot and yeah hey i i i grew up in the 90s i had a lot of my little ponies i did a mail away my little pony once and i waited it must have been about four or five months waiting because yeah. you yeah. cut the points out of the back and uh sent it in and waited yeah. waited waited, and i ended up not getting the color that i really was hoping for and i was i was a little bummed i i did because <laughs> they I did. just sent you like one. <laughs> I did the G.I. Joe one and I would check and I wanted major blood and I didn't get them. I got like a Manta, the, the windsurfer. I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I don't want a surfboard. I want a guy who's a mercenary who kills people. Uh, you know, it's it's funny too. I've been talking to the toy, uh, the toy owners too. And I've been asking the question, are you guys going to start considering 90s toys, vintage toys now? Because it's been about 30 years since the 90s. Oh yeah. 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 It's the, we're seeing it in the store. People that age group are, are basically, they're wanting their power Rangers. They're wanting, you know, like monster, my pocket. They're wanting all those fun things that they had, all the quirky bright colored toys. And they're getting, we're getting a lot of requests from like, we just put out a bunch of nineties toy biz X-Men and Batman figures. Nice. Everybody's like, look, this is the first like neon Batman. You're like, Oh geez, that was bad. But it's you know collectible now people are just i can't like, oh. believe that's been 30 years though thinking about it that's crazy totally I know. because i'm always just visualizing vintage toys to be toys that existed before i was born and stuff like that and now that we're in this era where it's like oh i'm getting older and now the toys that i 
played with like Beanie Babies and Tamagotchis and Furbies and all that stuff are not considered antique. And I'm like, what? No, it's crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. What is an antique? I, I would, yeah, I wouldn't consider it antique. I don't no, think they're that, that would make me feel really old. Yeah, yeah no way. I don't want to. I'm, I'm refusing to say antique for that just because I don't want my age to be up there. <laughs> I don't want to be an antique. Furbies. <laughs> I had to hide one in a cupboard for like months. No, and I feel that. I, would I feel that. That was a new Furby though. Yeah. A newer f- Furby. They're weird. We have one of the old ones going in the museum. Doesn't chatter as much as the new one. No. Red Furbies one. were a little freaky though. I'm going to lie. Like as a kid, I was a little freaked out by the Furbies. Yeah. I had one. I remember having one. The follow-up to Boglins, but not as cool. No, because they, they chatted. It was like having a little friend. <laughs> Yeah, and every time they had sense memory too, so they could sense you come in the room. They go, "Man," I was like, "Oh no!" Right? Yes, yes, that's right. Oh, little thing. (laughs) Oh, bad. That's so bad. And was it Tamagotchis? Those are coming back too. Yeah, those are big again. And Pokemon cards—that's another thing that does just will never die. They'll just keep going. At that Energizer Bunny, just keep going and going and going and going. That's always interesting when you got to explain to what the Energizer Bunny is to a kid. What's the Energizer Bunny? <laughs> well, isn't he still around? He's still around, but when you see like early ones, you're like, what is that? That's the bunny for the battery. Keeps going. It's cute. Yeah. Do you guys have a conquest toy that you are going to cross all the bridges and climb mountains to find this toy that you have yet to find? You want to go first or should I go first? I, I don't really have, like, I mean, that's the. Uh, for me, it's more... You don't have a Grail toy? I I mean, there's, you know, there's always ones that are awesome. But I mean, when you own a store, you see so many pieces. And sometimes there's things that you're just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I want that because that's cool. No, but like one but that you really, the really... One, I don't know. There's there's a few. I'd probably say maybe the Cobra base, the first one, the cardboard one, the original, I guess. I don't know. There's a bunch bunch of japanese transformers but she's the one who has the list magnum pi and his ferrari by ljn yeah cannot find it i want it in really good condition but i want him in his box because the box art is amazing on it and Uh then it's got a car in the front with like a little three and three quarter magnum pi standing there and of course the box is usually like the the plastic is crumpled or um you know the box is folded down or or whatnot so it's really hard to find but it's it's a very pricey piece too so it's kind of like a splurge piece and i'm sure it's even gone up higher probably since when i looked last but it's on my that's like my grail piece that i would love to get how much is it going for right now when i when i used to look and this was years ago it was um five hundred dollars us for him and i'm sure he's up way more than that now because he was a a Mexican exclusive, I believe. So really hard to find that set. We've never come across it in the store. They did so many quirky toys down. Like MacGyver had a whole toy series only down in Mexico. Like Street Hawk had a toy, had a bike. What? What? Only in Mexico. Oh, the Hive. You have to take a trip down and try and like find them somewhere or something. The Hive. The Hive? hive. No. (laughs) I want the Hive. That's what I'm looking. That's my holy grail. The Hive. Yeah. from sectors yeah, yeah the place that the thing is huge that's what i'm looking for that's my holy grail there you go there you go the hive i like i like the biggest toys i can find that's where, where yeah there's lots of big toys in here because they take up a lot of space that we don't have i'm not a fan of that 
<laughs> as I'm looking at the German tank that's sitting there waiting to be rebuilt. Right. Cool. Oh gosh. What what is up next for you guys, if anything? The Christmas season is coming up. How is that how are you guys going to maneuver that? Because that I imagine that would be a busy time of the year for you guys. Mm-hmm. That's usually our busiest time of the year. Our focus right now is on our website, getting things online for people, as well as I, I guess really crafting our YouTube and IGTV and getting into a better schedule with that. But sorry, I'm still thinking about my favorite toys. I gotta say Super Seven Snake Mountain. Oh yes. Oh, Super my Seven God. Snake Mountain. Oh my god. <laughs> That is sexy. That's a big piece that I would really, that's that, a grail item. Too, that's, so yeah, okay. That. Yeah. Jumping back. Okay. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> that's great. No, um, no, no. We care about that. Going, yes. going yeah. It's beautiful. So, we we missed the pre-order. I shouldn't say we missed the pre-order. We did not have the funds during that pre-order. I just, I really want to get that castle to put it in the museum to show it next to the uh, the new castle, Grayskull, and just have this epic we have one so side story. We have a Thundercats and He-Man section in the, in the museum and we have a cat's lair in there and the piece came in and it's in the box. It's never been opened. It's never been taken out. And it was because this gentleman brought it in and they found it in the attic of their grandmother's house when she passed away. And the thing she used to do was she went to the bay and bought all the Thundercats cat's lair that they had because they were blowing them out. And then every Christmas, any child in the family got a cat's lair. Well, all the kids got them. So they had one left over. So they brought it into the store and like, would you like to buy this thing? We don't know what it is. I was like, yes, please. I would. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Are yes. you never open it? No, it's staying in the box. Cause once you put it together, you can never fit it back in the box. The thing is freaking huge. It's awesome. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I but, love that. Yeah. But I would like, I think for Christmas, we're going to just, motor through getting a whole bunch of stock on the website as much as we can and try and get a lot out there for people so that people have a lot of options not only when they're can't come to the shop but when they're at home and surfing the web we'll give them some choices we're trying to get it to also that we can offer parts because that's a big thing people want to finish their pieces that they find and we have a lot of bits a lot of parts that we're always working on but first load up the website get everything ready for santa and his lists and uh just let people know that we're out there and we're getting it done as quick as we can really and that's how we're gonna you know just make santa happy that's it keep the holly jolly as much as you can yeah that's really just focus on the all the all the fun that's gonna happen though you know because you're gonna be at home what are you gonna do play with your toys yes exactly i mean we're gonna be at home for i think a while at this point lots mm -hmm. of lots of instagram pictures of toys exactly exactly so Candace and me, where can people find you on the webs? People can find us on um, cherrybombtoys.com. We're on Instagram under cherrybombtoys, Facebook under cherrybombtoys. Uh, what else are we under? Cherrybombtoys on YouTube. Do we do Twitter? Are we, uh, are we, we are on Twitter. We, we, I'm not twitting. I don't know how to be a- As much as I probably should. I am a twit, but how to You should be that. twitting. I don't know how to do that. I, I, yeah, we, we go on there and then, I uh, yeah, I think those are our main things. Yeah. And then I, I want to focus a lot more on the video. And yeah. We're kind of goofy. So we like to do videos. Which is great. No, I think you should do more but, videos, bring in raw, bring in your kids. I want to, I want to bring in another, we want to create another character for our videos. So we have a really fun idea for, we want to create some puppets to use with the store. Right. 
joined a puppet making course um, by Mike Quinn from Star Wars. He puts one on. He, he's amazing. Guy. I love Mike Quinn. Yeah. He, Mike. he and I are friends. Oh, nice. He came to our Comic-Con, one of our Comic-Cons that we put on. He's super nice guy. So we just joined up for his puppet class. Um, so we want to get more involved. We've got an idea for two puppets that we want to do. So we want to build some. It's, be, it's oh, basically great. Yeah. When the store is closed and these guys get into little hijinks. Yeah. You know, are the, are the toys really alive when the store is shut? Well, these guys would pretty much show you that is what the idea is. We'll get there eventually. Though. Yeah, we'll get there. That's on the list. <laughs> That, that's for the follow-up episode after this. Then you're going to show me all your puppets. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Goals. Just put a sock on your hand. Just go with it. <laughs> Googly eye it. Googly eye it. That's great. Well, Candice B, thank you so much for talking to me today. And I'm really happy to hear that your store is doing well. It's, you're doing okay. Your family's healthy. Your employees are good. We're going to keep following up with you guys and see how you're doing. We'll let you know when the episode comes out. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for listening to me ramble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's great. It's all good. This is what podcasts are for. You should start your own podcast. You and Rolf. I don't, that, see, no. I, you do I'm like visual. to talk. I'm visual. I got to show you. No, 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 but here's the deal. A lot of podcasts now are also uh, visuals. Well, see, there, okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you added to the list. <laughs> added to the list of things that we're doing. No, yeah. that's awesome. Awesome. Well, you guys have been a delight to talk to, and I'm I'm so happy to hear that you guys are doing well. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for all your time. All right, this is uh, Bevan with a Toy Story New You podcast, and uh, I'm out. Goodbye. Mint on a card and loose complete prototypes that are really unique. Great Garlu and me go to this and more at a Toy Store near you. Subscribe to us too. And like and comment. Yeah.